everybody you are speaking to Mikel Wambabalala, the project coordinator for Africa Unite. Today we'll be unpacking what Women's Month means to each and every young lady that's in this meeting today and we'll also be unpacking where it comes from and what it was uh, aimed to do for young people or young women all around the globe. So before we get into that I would like each and every one of you guys to please introduce yourself, introduce the school you're coming from um, and just get into it. Um, I'm Caroline Mujinga. I'm 18 years old and I attend Kensington High School at Kensington. I'm also Deputy Head Prefect at Kensington High School. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Farai. I'm Farai Nyahuya from Masbamani Secondary School. I'm in grade 10. And I'm also the president of Africa United School Club. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Benisiolo. I'm from Garden School Marshall High School, and I'm grade 11, and I'm the president of Africa Unite Club. Okay, so we are speaking about Women's Month, and we're speaking about Women's Day. So Women's Day is an anniversary of great women that marched in 1956, where these women marched to the union buildings to protest against carrying pass books. So what I wanna to throw to the floor today is, why was this march important? Why do you think this march was important? And what significance do you think it brought upon within South Africa? What change did it bring upon in South Africa? What impact do you think it had uh, to South Africa? I believe that the Women's March played a pivotal role in um, the abolishment of apartheid because the, the women that marched, they took a stand against um, the past and the rules of apartheid. They took a stand against um, the segregation and the, the, the discrimination. Enough was enough and um, they did not just show it, but they impacted many other women as well. So I believe that um, it played a pivotal role in the abolishment of apartheid and in women empowerment, empowering other women also in this day and age to stand for what is right and to march for it, to protest for it, and to be active, not just be activists, but also be active in our community, in our surroundings and background. That is, that is uh, powerful, um, Caroline, thank you so much. Yes, indeed, just to touch on what you're saying, women did, they stood up, they took a stand against apartheid, they raised awareness against apartheid, and through that, they also empowered themselves. Um, I think that is also a great take on it. Uh, Farai, anything else? Um, I think it was very um, significant because it simply showed that women are strong and they shouldn't be treated less than what they are. And it held so much significance later on because now the 9th of August is now Women's Day because of that, because of what happened on that day. It is now Women's Day for next more generations to come. So it just gives us women that importance to be celebrated as we are. 
That is correct. That is correct. Indeed, it left a legacy. So the march that was done in 1956 left a legacy for each and every young lady, as well as grown women, to look back and be proud that we were able to do that, which means if there is an issue within our communities at present, we are still able to stand up against it as a collective and create awareness and provide a solution for it. So I think it's a very empowering stance that was done in 1956. Okay, so I'm moving on to my second question. And the question I'm throwing to the floor right now is, what constitutes a phenomenal woman? What kind of woman do you look at and think, wow, this lady is phenomenal? In my opinion, a phenomenal woman is someone who is confident, someone who is strong, someone who's comfortable in their own skin, someone who appreciates people, who doesn't discriminate them or judge them, who treats others the way she expects to be treated as a human being, someone who can lead other people at the same time and still do what those people that are doing, those people that she's leading, if they're doing the dirty work, she goes down and does it with them. Someone who just respects humankind is someone who's just who has a kind heart as a person i i definitely agree with that yes a phenomenal woman as for i said it's a leader that participates respectfully someone who's able to be present with people on the ground and able to see them as they equal besides the fact that they are a leader is there anything else i believe what constitutes a phenomenal a phenomenal woman is um she does not let societal standards define her. She defies stereotypes and gender stereotypes as well. And she defines herself by her actions. She has integrity, self-respect. And her self-respect is not just defined by how she acts or how she dresses, but how she speaks and how she is, her heart, her inside, how she leads and how she empowers others to do so. I definitely agree, Caroline. A phenomenal woman is someone who does not let societal standards define who she is, definitely. Um, Benice, is there anything you'd like to share? Yes, I think a phenomenal woman is, um, it's not like how we look. It's a woman who's mentally strong. It's a woman who goes through a lot and still stand up for herself and, and still stand up for other people who are going through a lot as well. And a woman who has strength and who can do a lot in her society. Yes, definitely. Definitely. A phenomenal woman is someone who can spark change, someone who can touch lives and someone who can be phenomenal, most importantly. Okay, so what I'm going to throw to the floor right now is what phenomenal women do you know? Whether a celebrity, whether someone in your community, someone at school, and what makes them a phenomenal woman in your eyes? Farai? A phenomenal woman that I know is Amelia Clark. She is an actress in the United States of America. And what makes her so phenomenal is her story because she was um she was acting in this series and during the time when she was working she found out that she had a brain tumor and she didn't tell anyone. She was strong enough to go through it on her own. She still went to work and did everything else and still smiled until she got through that, until she got her treatment. And just to think that some people might be suffering and we don't know that because 
they live their life, they keep on living, they treat you well and they don't take out the issues on you, anything like that. I think that just makes a survivor and someone who's just so phenomenal because even after all of this, after all the success and everything that's happening, she's just still a humble person from what I see and from what I know. All right. Thank you so much, Farai. Caroline? I consider Zuleika Patel a phenomenal woman because during school, she stood up against systematic racism and discrimination within the laws of the school and the code of conduct. Something as simple as a hairstyle can take away our blackness, can take away how we see ourselves and our history. And she stood up against that already at a young age, I think about 14 or 15 years old in high school. So I believe she's a phenomenal woman because she was brave. She stood up not only for herself, but for many others in her place because our hair is very important to us. It's part of our culture, our heritage. It makes us who we are as well. And she empowers me because at a young age, whether in school, if you can't stand up for your rights in school already against teachers, against principals, you can't stand up against anybody within your workplace or any other community place. So, yes, I think I, be, I know she's a phenomenal woman. All right. Thank you so much, Caroline. OK, Denise, can you tell us about your phenomenal woman? Well, my phenomenal woman will be Seisha because she went through a lot in life and she still stood up and saved our society, even though her dad was abusing her, but she didn't give up by saving others and she did not want others to go through what she was going. So I think she is my phenomenal woman. All right. Thank you so much, um, Denise. Um, so I'm going to throw the next question to the floor. And what I want to find out from you guys, what woman rights do you guys know of? The right to participate in society and government. It means just that um, just because I'm a woman, it doesn't mean that I can't run for president, I can't be a minister, I can't do certain jobs or have certain positions just because of my gender. Yes, right. Thank you very much. Okay, Carolyn. I believe that um, women's rights are equal to human rights because we are human, um, such as right to equal pay as men in workplaces, also the right to maternity leave at workplaces as well. So um, I know that these are women's rights, rights that we have as women, as humans as well. Yes, yes, definitely. I agree with you, Carolyn. Um, I'd just like to touch on two specific rights. And let's speak about the right to equality, as well as the right to dignity. Tell me, do you think the right to equality is something that is upholded within South Africa for women? No, stats say differently with um, gender-based violence and sexual assault that happened to women, not only in our daily lives, but as well in workplaces with women being harassed and sexualized. And I believe that women's rights, the rights to equality and dignity are being violated on a daily basis. That is true. That is definitely true. And the right to equality is being violated when you're not able to get to a position you'd like to get to because of your gender. The right to dignity is being violated when you are being um, humiliated or being um, um, embarrassed or pushed down because of your gender as a woman. So those are rights that are pushed down in various ways. And those are some struggles that women 
to um, have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. But I want to find out from you guys, what other struggles have you seen in your communities that women have to undergo in these times? Farai? I would personally say that um, in my community, women are not respected because if uh, men see a girl, actually, not even to go to women, a girl, someone who's very young, who's dressed in a summer outfit, maybe they're in shorts or a short dress, they immediately want to assault that person. And when you ask from um, a guy's point of view, when we have these discussions as peers, we ask them, why do you think men do this? And they say that um, that girl shouldn't have been wearing what she was wearing and all of that. But that shouldn't be the case because it's a free world. I should be able to wear whatever I want to wear and go wherever I want to go and I shouldn't be someone that you're going after. You shouldn't be a predator just because I'm dressed the way that I'm dressed or I'm walking alone, all of those type of things. That is correct. That is correct. Definitely. You shouldn't be made to feel uncomfortable in any space because you chose to wear a specific thing or you chose to speak in a specific way or even because you are a woman. It shouldn't be something that is happening and it shouldn't be something that as young ladies and as grown women, generally over the globe, it shouldn't be something we should be accepting. Okay, um, what other struggles do you guys um, pick up in your communities that women have to face? Or what other struggles have you even read in the news or heard of? Carolyn? Um, I would like to say about um, sanitary items and pads. As women, we have our menstruation monthly, like regularly. That's a, um, the average of a woman that they have it regularly every month. And yes. the fact that um, sanitary pads aren't free, but they should be because it's something that, it's not a choice that we make. Yes. And a lot of women have to go through using unhygienic materials for, um, as alternators because sanitary pads are expensive. So I feel like that's a woman's struggle that we all go through. Definitely. Um, Carolyn, I definitely agree with you. Um, having your menstrual cycle and having your periods each and every month is not optional for all women. It's something that happens and it's not within our control. Um, and then to have a situation where you have to be purchasing pads every month is then, um, I would say, an, an inconvenience because it then means that you need to have the funds to do that every month. And then in a case where something is not within our control, I think that's where government is supposed to step in and provide um, pads for free. Schools should be providing pads for free. Pads should be something that's easily accessible. Looking at the fact that periods are something is something that is natural and something that we cannot opt out of. I def definitely agree with you, Carolyn, on that. Thank you so much. Okay, all right. So what I would like to ask now, is as young people from the Africa Unite School Club, what I would want to ask is, what would you advise women across the globe to do, to have, and to be in order to excel politically, economically, and socially? I would advise women around the globe to never accept to be treated less than what they are worth. Because as women, we are worth a lot and we shouldn't settle for less at all, no matter the circumstances. We should always know our worth and stand up for ourselves and go after what we want and should never take no for an answer when it comes to people saying no just because of my gender. I should always 
stand up for what I believe in, regardless of my gender, because I didn't choose to be a woman. I didn't get a choice. So they should always know their worth and always go after what it is that they want. Thank you so much, Farai. Um, Denise? Well, I will, I will say that we are, as, as women, we are very strong and we can do many things out of the world. So I will say that women shouldn't listen to people what they tell us, what they, the things that they tell us and start affecting us. So I, I will say that women should do what is right and what is right for the society and um, what is right for themselves, what keep, what makes them happy. So I will say that we should keep on the good work that they're doing out there and to make the people happy as well and to show that we are women and we are very, very strong. Right, thank you so much, Benice. Um, Caroline, can you close off for us? Um, my advice to women and young girls all over the globe in our community, our towns, our seats, is that being a woman does not equal fragility. It does not equal weak. It is not equal. It's not a disadvantage. Being a woman is a privilege. It's it's a power. We have things that we cannot explain. We can do things that we cannot explain as well. And even though that science may differ, but we are powerful. We are strong within. And that we don't have to do too much to prove how strong we are, to do too much to prove that we are worth it, because we already are worth it. And we just have to walk with that. We have to be confident, you know, that we are worth it. We don't have to prove so much or do so much or go through so much struggle to be phenomenal, because we are already phenomenal as a woman. We're just being a woman already is phenomenal. We don't have to do too much to prove that. We have to push against this narrative and against this patriarchal society and societal standards and gender stereotypes. We have to change all that. We have to push through our own ideology and not be accustomed to the old age and the old fashioned thinking. My advice to women all over the world is to be themselves, their true self, and not to be influenced by negativity patriarchy just to be proud of themselves and to be happy to be a woman because it's not a disadvantage it's a privilege and we should believe that and only then can we show that powerful powerful stuff thank you so much caroline thank you so much benice and thank you so much for i special thank you to kelly head up the technical side of this meeting. Thank you so much, guys, for your time. Thank you so much for coming together to celebrate women today, to empower women today, and to speak on women's rights, women history, and the kind of world we envision for women. And which is, like Caroline just said, a world where women are able to be themselves, a world where women are able to assume positions, a world where women are at equal lengths with men, a world where women are seen as equal and competent if they are, and a world where women are at peace. There isn't rape cases, there isn't gender-based violence, and there isn't uh, an infringement of women's rights on a daily basis. We envision that world, and we came together to speak about that world. My name is Nikelo Mkobalala, and I am the School Club Coordinator, and we are signing out. Thank you, guys.